Thank you, everybody, for joining us once again. I'm Sam. Unfortunately, Mikey cannot join us today, but we do have a very special guest, linebacker for newly for the University of Charlotte, formerly for the University of Wake Forest, uh, Chase Monroe. How you doing, Chase? Hey, man, it's good to be on. Hey, it's great to have you. So we're going to rewind just a little bit back to your high school days. You were a very impressive uh, high school player, number 23 linebacker in the nation by 247. You like you have the perfect combination of strength, tenacity, and speed. But at the same time, you're just a 16, 17, 18-year-old kid. How do you balance your focus on high school with your recruitment as well as your social life? Um, I think it made it pretty easy when all the guys, uh, you know, that I was around had the same goals. And uh, we we kind of just worked out together, hung out together, and just focused on getting recruited and, and getting better at our craft. So there was not a lot of distractions to be had. We were a tight-knit group for about seven years, me and uh, my couple friends. So it was it was pretty easy to kind of stay the course. Absolutely, man. That makes a lot of sense. Then just, if you don't mind, just touch a little bit about your recruitment. Uh, I'm sure a lot of schools are very interested in you, but for you, How'd you kind of take those schools that were interested and narrow it down for a school that you thought at the time was the perfect fit for you? Uh, a big thing for me was staying close to home. Um, I'm a big family-oriented guy, and I wanted to be at a university where I could have my grandparents and you know extended family not have to drive a very far distance or fly a very far distance. Uh, so that was a big uh a big decision to be made as well as just the relationship with coaching staff. Um, I know coaches kind of come in and out, but uh, it was good for me to find a place where I could build the relationship with the coaches and have it be more than a on the field um, sort of relationship, something that carried over off the field too. I absolutely love that. Even now that you decided you're going to transfer to Charlotte, it seems like you only have positive things about to say about Wake Forest, which is obviously something very special. And then just talking about your redshirt season, your uh, true freshman year, what kind of led to you making that decision to ultimately gain that extra year of eligibility? And what did that preparation look like for you? Because obviously you weren't suiting up every Saturday to play. That first year being redshirt, it's, it's tough, man. It's not a decision that you make. You know, they tell you. And uh, being an 18-year-old kid, really, uh, you really don't know any better. Everybody comes in and thinks, you know, I should start and everything. And looking back on it, it was it was good for me to have a year to take a step back and see how the older guys prepared and practiced and worked out and watched film to be able to take that extra time and learn how to do all those things to get a little stronger, get a little faster, and just get smarter as well because it's a different level of IQ when you uh, get to college and you know have to read everything about 10 times as fast. Dude, that makes 100% sense. And then kind of talking about your sophomore year or the freshman year that following where you were finally allowed to play, did you kind of carry that chip on your shoulder thinking like I wasn't allowed to play my true freshman year, like I'm going to go and I'm going to take your spot? Or kind of was it like I'm just going to keep being the same competitive kid that I've always been? Well, going into my uh, retro freshman year, uh, that bowl practice, I tore my ACL. Um, I've actually torn it twice. So that was the first year. So I, I missed that year. And my first year of play was actually my third year, my junior year, technically. And, like, even that year, like, 
were you like like how'd that kind of work for you because that's obviously something i personally didn't know and like that's obviously not the most orthodox of stories so like coming back kind of mentally what was your mindset it was definitely very different from when I got there. I had grown up a lot, and I would seen a lot of successful guys come through the program, like Jabari Williams and Justin Chenard, um, these guys that knew how to prepare and really uh, worked with me while I was hurt and taught me how to learn a playbook and taught me how to watch film a certain way. And when I finally got back out there, it was more of a, a grateful thing and kind of having the game taken away from you and then giving back, you you look at it as something uh, not so for granted. So I was just grateful to be out there and did, yeah, carry a little chip on my shoulder and uh, try to compete, man. Like, you know, just did my best and, and got to play in some really cool games and help the team as much as I could. Makes a lot of sense. Then looking back now that you're moving on from Wake Forest, I'm sure you have a lot of good memories uh, I know that the football team participates in painting the pumpkins and uh, the desk or the project pumpkin and the desks and a lot of other awesome traditions. If you had to kind of sum up your career and your years at Wake Forest, what do you think your biggest memory would be? That's tough, man. Uh, I completely understand. If you want to go back to that question or you can't think of anything, I completely understand. It's it's all good. It's all good. I think there's a lot of like games that, you know, came down to like the last play or uh, you know, memories that aren't exactly like were that are special, but it wasn't for, you know, because we won the ACC. You know, they're just like in the locker room with your guys and you're like, "Man, like this is really cool." You know, this is like stuff that you're not going to get to do forever having 100 guys kind of with you. I think one of the my favorite memories is just uh we do like in winter workouts we would have uh like open hours in the indoor and we would come in as linebackers at like 8 a.m and just get some drill work in and there was nothing super special about it about besides just us hanging out and um getting some work in and it just being us you know no coaches out there i think that's probably like my favorite memory i mean the games are awesome but it's really like the guys that that make it really special I mean, that's awesome. Wake Forest, obviously, is a very up-and-coming program. Sounds like you have a lot of positive things to say, but ultimately, you did have to do what was best for yourself and your own future. You decided to hit the transfer portal just a few days or months ago, uh, and you decided to commit to Charlotte, the 49ers. So kind of just walk me through with that decision, what was going through your head, and what you kind of what intrigued you about potentially playing for that team. Well, I entered the portal uh, midway through spring ball, uh, it was like eight practices in, and I just kind of had a shift of, like, what I wanted. And I always wanted to be awake and finish there. Um, and I was always, like, a try to be the best team guy I could be, special teams, you know, whatever it needed to be. But I just knew that I wanted to end my career taking 60-some plays uh, a game, snaps a game, uh, and – I thought that wasn't going to happen this year, and uh, maybe maybe it could have, but I kind of just saw my time at Wake coming to a close, and I felt God pushing me in a different direction. So I kind of just you know put myself in the portal. Didn't you know? Didn't do a ton of like feelers out before or anything. I just thought that this is the direction that I should be going in, and 
I just walked in my coach's door like three days later after I started thinking that and talked to him about it. And, um, you know, they're obviously very supportive. You know, they're just any coaches that reached out to them. You know, they just had good things to say, which very appreciative of. And uh, it ended up working out with Charlotte, you know, where I'm from. Had some other schools interested, but to me it was a big deal to come home to my home city and get to play for them and, uh, you know, have a lot of the people that I grew up around be able to come to the games and, you know, be able to support me and have them there. It's a big deal for me. Seems like you made an awesome choice. And just a quick follow-up question. Have you, like, kind of gone to Charlotte and are you starting to play spring ball with them or how has that worked out so far for you? So they were done with spring ball when I committed to them. And, but even if they weren't, um, I really wouldn't be able to enroll until the summer. So I report there uh, on the 23rd, actually. So just a couple of days. And then kind of what do your personal goals look like for next season? Obviously, it's going to be a completely different scheme. You might be playing a little bit differently than you've been accustomed to. But is it kind of the same mindset or do you like – do you have like specific milestones that you want to hit before your college career is up? I think, uh, you know, something that stuck with me at Wake is we had a whole new defensive staff come in and uh, our new linebackers coach's name was Coach Spencer. And every day he would talk about like maximizing yourself, maximizing your own potential. And I think like accolades and all that stuff is really great. But all that stuff comes when you do exactly that. So I don't have like a certain accolade goal or tackle goal or whatever it may be. I just kind of want to, you know, make myself the best football player, uh, best person, uh, best locker room guy, you know, whatever it is that I can be. And if that stuff comes, then that's really good. But, you know, I'm just want to come in there and elevate the defense and be able to make the biggest impact as I can on and off the field. Absolutely love that answer. And then the last question we asked this to all the athletes that were fortunate enough to interview, kind of going forward, uh, fast forward 5, 10, 15, 20 years, looking back on your football days and um, your childhood and what you've been able to accomplish, what do you want your legacy to look like? And what are some things that you want to be able to do off the football field as well? Ooh, that's a loaded question. Well, a dream of mine uh, after football's over, I want to stay in Charlotte and I want to open up a gym at some point in my life. And I want it to be a, a Christian centered gym. And I want to mix my uh, love for Jesus and my love for fitness into one career path and do something with that. Hopefully somewhere in downtown Charlotte. Legacy wise, uh, I, I do want to be uh, known as a 49er and a Demon Deacon. I want to have those great relationships I have at Wake and continue to keep those going. And I, I want to make an impact uh, at Charlotte. You know, I, like I said, I want to maximize myself and whatever comes, comes. But at the end of the day, if I do that, uh, I'll be happy with my career there. And thank you so much for your time, Chase. It was absolutely a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, I wish you the best of luck next year with the 49ers, and I'll be cheering on for you every step of the way. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it.